Do you need help making your daily sports wagers? Check out the Coda Sports Gambling Network at CodaSportsCappers.com. They offer free daily picks on their website and have a bi-weekly podcast called the Mount Lockmore Podcast that you can find on Spotify, Apple Music, or Google Play. The Coda Sports Gambling Network is home of the top sports cappers in the Dakotas. They are South Dakota's number one source for sports gambling information. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Coda Cappers, or visit their website at CodaSportsCappers.com. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Mount Lockmore podcast here, episode 74, and it is September 7th. We just had five straight days of college football and uh, nothing better uh, than that, and the NFL season starts today as well on a Thursday. B-Russ joins me as always. B-Russ, how was your weekend of college football, man? How you doing? Um, I mean, Saturday... Started out good, hit the first bet of the day, and then um, continued to lose seven bets in a row. <laughs> Ended the day on a strong note. Uh, the Bulldogs and the Bruins came through for me. So, uh, you know, we salvaged it. And then Sunday night, uh, Florida State plus seven and a half was, I mean, never never a doubt that Florida never State was going to cover was going to cover that. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll see as we're recording this the uh, Ole Miss Louisville game has not started. Uh, so depending on how that goes, we hopefully if the overhits we're crawling back to the green for the first uh, weekend of college football. You know it's it's a grind. Hell yeah, uh, that's for sure. Uh, West Virginia continues to do West Virginia things and. Um, aggravate aggravating uh just the way they lost that game the offense they gave letty brown who's their best offensive weapon the ball he touched the ball seven times in the second half uh you don't love to see that uh you want you know you want your uh the ball in your playmakers hands uh when the game's on the line and it also looked like they did not learn their lesson from last year they continued to have drops especially in key moments in the second half jared deggy just I don't think he's the guy they continue to run the offense as a um, zone read offense. And I think I, I don't think I've ever seen Jared Deggy keep the ball on a zone read. So while you run a zone read offense, if you know, the quarterback's not going to keep the ball, that's, there's no threat. They need to start the backup Garrett green, who is a more mobile quarterback. So I'm hoping that, you know, this week they have long Island um, crappy, you know, FCS team come in. I don't even know if they're FC like, they have to be FCS, they, not, Division Two team, but yeah. whatever. Yeah, uh, um, get him in, get the uh, back up some time. We need to see what we have with Garrett Green. Give him, you know, a quarter or two, and we'll see. But uh, how'd you do? You had a you had a day on yeah. Saturday. I I had a couple back to back days there. Friday, Saturday. I'm looking at the stats here. Total uh, so far this college football season starting week zero. 47, 27, and three, but I went 17 and six on Saturday, B Russ, uh, for a real, real nice payday. I, I don't know if I if I'll ever have a stretch like I did uh Friday, Saturday, even Thursday, too. I, I didn't do too bad. But um, so that that's that's on I I'm looking at it two different ways here. I could start out real hot like I did, but then I know what's coming, right? You 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 can't always be this hot. So a cold streak is coming. Uh, and I know those are terrible uh thoughts to put in my head, but you start this hot. Uh, if anybody gambles, you know, the gambling business, like if, if everybody stayed as hot as they, they were in their, their hot stretch, like you and I would be living in Vegas or, or have our own private Island, like, we'd mm-hmm. be up, you know, so 
um, at some point here, I'm going to get, uh, going to get cold, but 17 and six on Saturday, not, I mean, that's great. That's, that's wonderful. Um, at, at some of these guys, uh, were struggling to, uh, you know, positive units and some of these guys had big cards. Uh, Kyle had, you know, hell a 20 play, uh, card, I think uh, on Saturday, DJ had a lot too. I know you had a fair amount as well. And, uh, so yeah, it's just good to have college football back B Russ and just so many storylines too. You talked about, uh, Long Island, West Virginia playing them. Uh, what six FCS schools beat FBS? Oh, wow, it was yeah. yeah How the, cool is that? The Big West, the Big West had a day, even just covering. Um, you know, South Dakota State went into yeah uh, Fort Collins and stuff. beat the shit beat the shit out of uh, Colorado State. Uh, I mean, South Dakota State was looking like the you know D one the FBS yeah. team at that point. Um, yeah, in South Dakota, nearly pulled off the upset against. Uh, Kansas and then, you know, Kansas students storming the field. I mean, you got to get excited for something. Hey, what was their, their over under was one and a half. Is that correct? Yeah. Kansas? Okay. Yeah. Damn. They just need one more. Just need one more. <laughs> I don't know where it's going to come because they go on the road to Coastal Carolina this week. I know they have Duke coming up who also lost to uh, Charlotte Duke. Very bad. Um, but I think the most shocking one was definitely montana state going to seattle and beating washington a lot of people include i thought that they were going to win the pac-12 they were my pick to win the pac-12 dan had them in the playoff i mean they just they still you know write the ship but there's no shot they're making the playoff with a loss to an fcs team they can write the ship and you know win the pac-12 still but uh they got a they got a long way to go that i think what was the final score like 17 to 13 or something yeah, it was a very 17. low scoring it was a very yeah. low scoring game and uh it's just i mean in montana state hadn't played a game in two years yeah crazy crazy so it wild weekend for uh, the fcs absolutely that uh that game here as i we double checked that just to make sure uh it was montana uh b russ that we better montana. get that montana yep 13 to 7 Apologies. washington the 20th ranked team in the nation scores seven points against an fcs school and uh, Montana, their head coach even said it after the game that 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 them upsetting Washington was like when App State beat Michigan. Remember that? I mean, that's a little stretch. Not that's a bit of a stretch. Yeah. But I mean, it's a big time upset, you yeah. know, an FCS school going on the road and beating a, uh, you know, top 20 team. Uh, a lot of people, you know, were high on Washington and it. uh not a good look for Washington, but big time, big time program boost for uh, Montana. Absolutely. And like Beaver said, a team that hasn't played in what, two years, uh, Michigan, when they lost to App State, they were like top five. They were five. They were number five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, and, and Washington they had, was, they 20. were returning. That was Chad Henney and Mike Hart senior year. And they were supposed to, you know, contend for national championship. And then I think they went like eight and four. Cause I remember the next week they got housed by uh, or Dennis Dixon in Oregon. Oh, in that uh, second week. Yeah. Uh, Another one that a score that came up that I saw like late at night, I was watching uh, Nevada and California and it saw the score roll across the uh, ticker there at the bottom. East Tennessee State going yep. to Vanderbilt and just beating the shit out of them was also yep. funny. Vandy's Vanderbilt, so bad. Down very bad. So, so terrible. <laughs> yeah. So terrible. Um, there was six FCS schools, like we said, that beat FBS schools. Um, I'm trying to trying to find them out, stiff them out here. Oh, UConn's also just got awful. They lost to High Point. Uh, yeah, High, Holy Cross. Holy Cross. Yep, Holy yep, Cross. Yep, yep, yep. 
high, high point. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that's in it. Uh, Holy Cross. Yep. Uh, UConn's just real bad. And mm-hmm. uh, I know B- we, yeah, there was a lot of good games here week zero, week one, but uh, we also saw, saw some bad football too. Uh, at least I did, you know. Uh, yeah, there was some very bad football. I mean, Wyoming, who is a, uh, you know, some people are high on them to win the Mountain West. They <laughs> barely great skated by uh, Montana State. That's there's a Montana State. I mean, it was it was a tough weekend uh, for you know the FBS. They did not look good in a lot of these. I mean, Oklahoma State barely beat Missouri State, beat them by a touchdown. Baylor, for some reason, Baylor went on the road. I know Texas State's an FBS team, but they went on the road and only beat Texas State by nine. Um, yeah, so it's, uh, it was a tough weekend, uh, for some FBS schools. I, I mean, Indiana did not look good either. I think we need to talk about that. Michael Panix got benched. (laughs) Uh, you know, I was on the over and I mean, I think they had what three pick sixes Iowa did. Yeah. Right. I mean, (laughs) that's a recipe for the over to hit and Indiana just could not could not muster up any sort of offense they end up losing 34 to 6 uh indiana's dead i'll say it uh this is gonna be this iowa coming up they have another big time game uh on the road they're going to ames this weekend game day is going to be there it's probably the biggest game in this rivalry's history between iowa state and iowa uh it's going to be rocking uh jack trice stadium i believe is where uh Iowa State plays. I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be a great game. Um, and then I have a bone to pick with you um, and Josh as well. Um, and this was this all happened right after West Virginia lost, so I was in a vulnerable position. Um, I'm not going to apologize for it. I expect an apology from you. Oh, uh, you are currently blocked on Twitter by Still. myself yes. because you guys uh, were tweeting about Pitt. You took Pitt minus 38. And they got the backdoor cover, and you guys were all rah rah pit this rah rah pit that. I think I knew. I think you guys knew exactly what you were doing, um, because I was extremely pissed at that point. It was probably ten minutes after the West Virginia game had ended, and you know you guys. So I had no choice but to block you. So so it's until I get an apology. What is suit blocked by you too or no? Um, no, not soup. Uh, Dylan. Not, oh yeah, not Josh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. No, sorry. I did not block. I did not block Von Flu choke. Um, you know, I think he still needs some support on the Twitter. So, but I haven't, you know, interacted with him. I haven't texted him yet. Um, I'm upset with him as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, I thought you know I would think good for you guys winning bets, but it had to be Pitt that was the one that you guys are tweeting about. Uh, <laughs> I think what two maybe made it worse be Russ is I, I was talking about the backup QB because obviously it was a blowout, right? And their backup yeah. QB goes in and just marches them down the field. They score a touchdown. Um, so yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah. You <laughs> know, I, um, I don't know. Should I apologize? I, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't talk trash about uh, West Virginia. I didn't talk trash. No, you didn't, but you knew exactly what you were doing because West I was, yeah, I was on Twitter. I was saying this West Virginia team, it's, here we go again. I, you know, used to this at this point. Um, and then you have to come in and you guys are tweeting about Pitt and you guys know that I do not like Pitt. Um, so, you know, 
you can apologize and get unblocked on Twitter, or you can not apologize and just continue to stay blocked. So if I apologize, I get unblocked on Twitter. Is that is that is that, is that what we're saying here? Simple, yeah. You hold up. So do you see when I mention you or no? I've never blocked anybody, so no, no. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. So um, for for this next story, this next headline here, I will apologize to B Russ. I, I it's week one. B Russ and I have a long ways to go for college football. We can't be uh, you know coming at each other's throats here. So I will apologize. But the reason I am apologizing, B Russ, is because I, I, and maybe you don't want to break this news yet. Maybe we can break it on uh, this week's college football show. But I was, I wanted you to break the news uh, of Soup, uh, of, his, of his Florida State Notre Dame pick. And so I, I was, I was adding, I was mentioning you like three, four times uh, an hour. And, and I guess if you don't block me, maybe you can see that. But, and I didn't want to break the news because, because you found, Hold on, me. I, I, yeah, this is a, uh, we need to have a discussion about this because this is some scale. This is scale. Uh, behavior. Yeah. This is big time scale behavior. Um, this is like he'll probably he'll probably say something when he listens to this tomorrow, and I hope he does. Uh, you know, on the college football show last week, he said that Florida State was his upset, and you know, if I feel like if your team, if you pick a team that's an upset, you have to, you know roll with the money line I, I took i took louisiana money line they got the shit kicked out of them by texas um so you know you wear that you wear that l and uh he tweeted last night right before or on sunday night right before the uh notre dame florida state game started he said i'm on notre dame at coda cappers and i thought that's strange i thought he took uh florida state as his um as his upset of the week. And so I was sitting, I'm like, went back through the college football show and I made sure I listened to it. And he's like, yeah, Florida state's my lock or my upset of the week, not lock. And I, so I texted you, I was like, it's, I feel like this is not okay. And so then I tweeted at him and he's tweeting about Notre Dame. And I'm like, wasn't Florida state your, uh, upset of the week and he just said yeah well, hold on let me find that yes that's okay, all he said so was, yes tweet i tweeted at him and i said he said i'm on notre dame at coda cappers i quote tweeted it and said wasn't fsu your upset and he said yes that's all he said and so i responded <laughs> sad and i never got any other uh mentions after that or anything so i feel like we need to you know address the the elephant in the room. If Absolutely. you if you take a under if you you're upset, you need to ride the money line with it. I don't care. That's some that's some scale behavior. Absolutely. So are, are we? What do we think? Is there a punishment here, Bruce? Or, 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 or is it just scale behavior? Is he just uh, he? That's that's what's going to hang over his head. You know, it's soup, aka the guy that doesn't stick by his picks. Is that his name for the rest of time? I I don't know I what mean, I, we do here. I think we got to. I don't think, I mean, it's week one. So, you know, maybe we didn't make that as clear as we should have. Whoa, 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 but, whoa. Hold uh, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's not even making about clear, b If you take a team and that's your upset, yeah. how, how can you take the other side? Like that, that's just what I don't get. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it's, that's just betting 101. That's ethics 101. That's Mor- morality <laughs> that's 101, ethics. if we're being yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, I, something needs to come down. Something needs to happen. Um, you know, it's, am, am I surprised that it happened? Uh, no, he was a couple mystery beers deep 
to say the least. Um, but that's you need to ride with the upset. That's yep. that's what I'm. That's scale. A hundred percent. All right. So how about we do this, us? We'll we'll let we'll let we'll let it sink in. Super, listen to this. See what happens, and uh, we'll go from there. Maybe he won't address it. Maybe he will. Uh, and it'll be interesting. Maybe he won't. I, I will. We'll see. So and then we can we can discuss it too on the college football show. But. Uh, I was on block. So of course, B Ross didn't see me uh, mentioning him, but uh, I was hoping, and I didn't want to break the news or uh, I didn't want to break the internet uh, as, as one of my tweets said, because, mm-hmm. because B Ross found it, he discovered it, right. He went back, he did all the fact checking and uh, the facts hold up. Uh, soup soup took Florida state uh, for his upset pit of the week, pick of the week, but on what Sunday morning, he tweeted uh, he wants Notre Dame. So uh, I don't know, suspension, something, something's in the air here, B Ross. Um, yeah, here we go. Uh, yep. I'm looking at it now. Yeah. I did not see any of these tweets because you were blocked. Um, <laughs> how many people have you blocked before or, or do you have blocked? I think I have a couple people blocked just because they said something and it's not even like, uh, you know, I know them or anything. I just, yeah. a tweet came across that pissed me off and I, I have a couple people blocked who do i have blocked i don't even know i have i don't know who that is uh i have sydney crosby's ego blocked which is like a parody obviously a parody like yep sydney crosby account and i hate everything about pittsburgh and i that comes across because i follow a lot of pittsburgh fans because i went to school with a lot of pittsburgh fans and uh he just it's like infuriating every time i see a tweet from him so he's blocked and then some guy that said something about uh, the guy who covers Vegas sports and said something about the Raiders. I don't remember what exactly he said, but I was like, I'm not, if, you know, I follow the Raiders, I'm a big Raiders fan, so not going to deal with it. And then uh, I think I have muted. I have a lot of muted words. So what, um, what, what hold on. Uh, explain Twitter one-on-one to me. Muted is just like you, you don't see Let's say you mute West Virginia. You just don't see tweets that mention West Virginia. Is that how it Yeah, goes? I have. <laughs> This is this is how soft I have. Justin Herbert muted. Herbert muted. Oh my Patrick gosh. Mahomes muted. Mahomes muted. I was just well, saying. I was, I, so if I tweet that, you just don't see it. Just doesn't come across yours. Your timeline. No. Okay. Mm-mm. Okay. Nope. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I might have to. Uh, can you can you block someone's name? Oh, I could, maybe we'll just maybe I'll just straight up block uh, soup. How about that? <laughs> I have Clay Travis muted. Darren Ravel muted. Oh. Uh, Penguins. Penguins, Jesus muted, and uh, I have Gun Girl muted. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite the list. It's 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 uh, it's a list, all right. <laughs> and just to think that I made it on the block blocked B Russ's blocked list. How about that? Look at that. You're off the block. I, I blocked you. Don't. Woo! Me. I'm off, baby. Yeah. Let's go. All right. Yeah. I, I survived another week. Hopefully, hey, I was on West Virginia too, B Russ. See, so yeah, I felt the pain. Yeah, it was uh, it was tough. Um, you know, I can't say I'm surprised. I got my hopes up and I should know better by the, this point, but yeah, it was, it was tough, but uh, other you know. than, uh, other than West Virginia fans, B Russ and yourself, just kind of feeling down in the dumps here to start the week off. Uh, how about UNC man? Uh, their fans, um, Sam Howell looked horrendous, looked, mm-hmm. looked terrible. And, and some people thought he was going to win the Heisman or have, have a good shot at it. Obviously a long season, uh, he could come around, but, uh, to start off his, 2021 season like that 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 was just awful and uh almost feel bad for unc fans hey i took vodtech money line so uh, let's just get that out of the way right now yeah um i mean 
Yeah, you got to feel for them. They uh, had high hopes coming in, and then to immediately get them uh, dashed like they were, it's uh, you know, it's it's tough. College football, uh, a lot of high hopes going into the season for a lot of teams, and then to get them your heart ripped out of your chest uh, week one because yeah, your team played so poorly. It's it's tough. Um, Sam Howell did not look good. The offense did not look good. Uh, he was making some uh, very questionable decisions, um, like that throw that throw at the end of the game where he just like heaved it up there. Yeah. And I'm, you know, at that point, I I had the over in the game, and it was seventeen to ten, and they were kind of mounting a drive to go tie the game, and. I was like, okay, maybe, you know, we hit this, we get to 34 and then we go into, you know, four overtimes or whatever in the over hits. Yep. But uh, yeah, he dashed that real quick. Uh, just a bonehead play. Spencer Rattler, Oklahoma did not, did not look good. Uh, the number two team in the country. Uh, Clemson also struggled mightily on offense. Mightily, that yeah. Georgia, that Georgia defense is Woof. something else. Like Woof. those dudes were flying around the ball. I mean, I'm not a big, you know, I'd rather see, you know, touchdowns and high scoring games. So 10 to three, I was kind of bored sitting there watching it, but that Georgia defense just made, made it living hell for uh, DJ all night. It was tough for anything. I think uh, what I see is the first time they haven't scored a touchdown in the Dabo era. They, the first time they hadn't scored any points in the first half, I think it was, was it zero zero or three? It was zero zero. It was zero zero, yeah. Zero yeah. zero at halftime. Um yep. and then who else looked bad? Uh Iowa State did not look great. I don't know why they keep scheduling uh you know FCS opponents to start the <laughs> season off. Um Wisconsin did not look great. Uh Graham Mertz, who some people on this uh in this network uh were all over. They loved Wisconsin and Wisconsin came out and just laid an absolute egg. Um, Penn State plus five and a half, easy money. Easy money. Um, LSU, uh, they UCLA, they man, I they're skyrocketing up those uh Pac 12 power rankings. I mean, USC didn't look great, Oregon didn't look great, Washington lost, Arizona State was kind of all over the place. I, if I had to pick a team right now, I think UCLA is the team to beat in the. Pac-12, granted, they got to do it for, you know, 10 more games, but yep. uh, to have LSU come out there and they kind of handled them pretty pretty easily. Uh, that run game looked solid again. DTR actually, you know, played a good game. Uh, LS, or UCLA, um, they're looking pretty good, and LSU, uh, it's getting to be that time for Coach O. Uh, does he make it the whole season? We'll see. <laughs> uh, I think if they have another bad loss, um, he's, he's the first out the door. I think he's going to be up there. Yeah. as one of the first ones out the door. It's, oh, yep. uh, well, I mean, they have, let's see what their next, their schedule looks like. If I can pull it up here and that doesn't want to load. There we go. All right. So they have McNeese state and central Michigan at home the next two weeks, which, Shouldn't be too – should be fairly easy games. Uh, they get – they got to go on the road to Starkville. They got to go – or they get Auburn at home. They got to go to Kentucky, which isn't going to be easy. Yep. Florida at home. I mean, they have a stretch here that – oh, my – they 
that Auburn to they get Auburn at UK, Florida at home at Ole Miss and at Alabama. I could definitely see them going one and four in that stretch. Mm. Um, and if that's the case, he's probably out. Yeah, one and four, huh? Damn. I think I could definitely see it. Like you know, Florida looked pretty good. Emory Jones, you know, had a good game on Saturday. Uh, I think Kentucky is a sleeper team in the East. I don't think, I mean, Georgia's my pick to win the national championship. So, you know, I don't think they're going to win the East, but they can make some noise. Auburn uh, looked very good on Saturday. Uh, We'll see how Ole Miss does and Alabama's Alabama. Um, Yeah, it's going to be, going to be tough sledding for uh, LSU there in uh, October and November, beginning of November. Can we make uh, an agreement here, B-Ross, if any, if you or I bet against Alabama, uh, can we just make sure to shout each other out and tell us to not bet against Alabama if we ever do that this season? Yeah, that's, uh, you know, bonehead, bonehead uh, mistake on our part. We, we should know better by now. We've been watching college football for how long? Forever. And you and I, we were both on Miami plus 19 and a half. I thought that was a huge number for a team that, you know, was bringing back a lot of guys and Alabama had to replace a lot of guys and here we are and they beat them by 31. So no moss. I'm just betting on Al- on the Alabama line every week. For yeah. Just put that, putting that out there. Absolutely. Alabama, what five first round draft picks. Is that, is that what I saw? Is that correct? I think. Uh-huh. Uh, and they uh-huh. just demolished Miami. Just, just, just straight up demolished them. Obviously uh, was the final there. 44, 13 Bryce young, the $1 million, million man, 27 to 38. 344, four tutties, and uh, rushing Brian Robinson Jr., 12 carries, 60 yards. Jamison Williams, wide out, uh, four catches, 126, and a TD there, BRS. Uh, real quick, BRS, that, let's do – how about we do this every every time we come out of the break uh, from college football this weekend? Top three um, teams, players, just power rankings, top three. What, what do you got? Top three? All right. Yeah, yeah, uh, like just – I mean like – People are teams that just showed out, and, and, and uh, you're, you want to talk about them. Top three. Okay. Um, I mean, obviously Alabama, I mean, they just continue to reload. It's new year, same story for Alabama. I mean, they just continue to show out and we're stupid for ever going against Alabama. I apologize to our (laughs) Lord and savior. That is Nick Saban. Um, just yikes, yikes. Um, I mean, UCLA, again, we've been on them since the beginning. I think that they are slowly becoming the team to beat in the Pac-12. I'm excited to see where this season goes. Uh, And then uh, number one power ranking, fans. Okay. Because this this weekend, I know we had football last year, but it just wasn't the same. I mean, Friday night you had uh, really the lone big-time game on Friday night on – ESPN was North Carolina at Virginia Tech, and they were bumping with uh, Inner Sandman. You love to see it. And then uh, at noon on Saturday, you had Penn State at Wisconsin, and Camp Randall was uh, a madhouse. And then you had jump around. I had a buddy who was at uh, the game, and he said it was one of the greatest experiences he's ever he's ever been a part of. Um, I mean, Iowa fans, as always, it's just – so 
much better. Like that's what makes college football is the fans. And oh, 100%. So, shout, shout out the fans. 100%. And uh, the, the best thing about fans being back to you, B-Russ, is uh, all the memes. You know, the sad memes. We saw yep. a lot of sad Florida State uh, girls in the stands, women yeah. in the stands, and uh, a lot of sad uh, sad fans there, uh, Wisconsin Badgers. Shout out to and, Florida State, man. Like they yeah, have fun. gotten some shit the last couple of years as Dope Campbell not being a tough place to play, not being loud, not sounded out. They showed out the other night and they showed up they were loud uh chop gone all night yeah uh yeah so shout out to florida state fans and uh shout out to mackenzie milton right uh, i don't know mm-hmm. how this kid wasn't starting over the, the travis kid for florida state uh travis is obviously a little more athletic than mackenzie milton but uh dude mackenzie milton he, he looked like he knew what he was doing he was uh switching plays at the line of scrimmage that sweet uh, little flip pass, pass there, that aaron, yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that aaron Rodgers does all the time that that was really cool to see and a kid that had one of the worst injuries of all of college football. The doctor said it's a miracle that, that he's, you know, standing and walking and moving around. And he comes in in, in that second half and storms, storms back Florida State down, what, 18 points and uh, gets him into overtime. And he looked good doing it. Made a couple of good throws, um, smart, smart throws. And uh, Florida State, man, 0-1, it sucks. But uh, Notre Dame, 41-38, gets it done on the road in overtime. That, that's just a great story. And that's, what, that's what's awesome about college football too, B-Russ, the fans and then stories like this. Yeah, it's the fans, the stories, the, you know, the traditions and all that stuff. That's really what makes college football. Um, I mean, you knew going into the season that if Mackenzie Milton played any any football at all, if he stepped onto the field and played at all, it was going to be, you know, a big story and rightfully so. I mean, he damn near lost his leg. Yeah. Uh, he hadn't played in over a thousand days. And, you know, I always love seeing those shots of like, you know, whether it's a rookie in the MLB getting his going in and hitting home run in his first, you know, plate appearance and the parents are in the, they show the parents in the crowd and they're getting emotional and they're getting excited. And then they were kept showing Mackenzie Milton's parents and his mom was just like crying. Oh. And I'm a, I'm a sucker for that shit, man. I was like oh. getting teary eyed, just watching mom. Uh, I mean, and then he brought him back and, you know, Jordan Jordan Travis might have lost his job because he had to come out for a play because he lost his helmet. Yeah, uh, that's crazy, dude. <laughs> I mean, that's that's college football, man. Yeah. Oh man, and, and we're too at the age now, B Russ. We're you know we're we're getting kind of towards thirty, you know, getting married, just thinking about having kids, and and just watching last night, uh, Mackenzie Milton's mom, like that 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 really hit home. Like shit, like that's gonna be us, you know, having kids here and uh, watching our kids maybe not on F- FBS, uh, you know, side of things, but uh, just, just out there playing. So uh, stuff like that really, really hits, really hits a guy when, when it's a Sunday night trying to trying to come down after a long day of drinking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, again, just, you, I, just shout out to the parents, man. Shout out to them for sticking through it and obviously sticking by McKenzie. It's uh, you love to see it. Um, great story. I know some people on Twitter were like, Oh, did something happen to Mackenzie Milton? Like being sarcastic. Come on, dude. Great story. Um, so yeah, shout out to Mackenzie Milton. Uh, just a, just a miracle that he played. Uh, you love to see it and hopefully he, uh, keeps that starting job going forward, but, uh, yeah, you love to see it. Yeah, absolutely. B-Russ couldn't have said it better there. My top three here, B-Russ from the weekend, uh, little power rankings action here. 
No, number three, I'm just going to go with the FCS school. Six wins over FBS. I mean, that that's huge, right? Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's in our neck of the woods talking about South Dakota State, North Dakota State going Division One FBS. Hell, uh, you know, and it just even made it even more uh, apparent here that uh, some of these FCS schools are good enough to, to compete there at that FBS level with uh, some of those lower tier teams. So uh, you'd love to see that in South Dakota State just demolishing. Uh, a, a team there uh, on the FBS level. So uh, that's my number three. Number two for me, B-Russ, is going to be Cincinnati and Desmond Ritter, 20 at 25, 295 and four touchdowns against the Miami of Ohio. I think this Cincinnati was only minus 22 and a half, I think, at home. Uh, it, this was dumb on me. I should have hammered Cincinnati for like everything I own because you just knew that Ritter and, and, and the Bearcats are going to come out uh, slinging the ball. Number, uh, what, eight in the nation. And they're mm-hmm. like going to make a push to that top four here. Playoff pick season. right here. I, I have him in the playoffs. Yes, so true. B-Russ does. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, of course. Check us out on Instagram. Uh, B-Russ making some legitimate graphics there at Coda Cappers, and he did have them in the playoff. Uh, number one for me here, B-Russ, is uh, Jack Cohen, man. 26, 35, 366, and four touchdowns uh, for Notre Dame there in his first game with the Irish. Uh, he looked good. Obviously, Florida State made that comeback, but Jack Cohen, four touchdowns, really built that 18-point lead, and, and he looked good doing it. Yeah, I mean, I really wasn't sure what we were going to get out of Jack Cohn. He did not, you know, look good. He had his moments at Wisconsin, and then he comes in and he's setting a rec- setting records for Notre Dame for first career starts. Um, he definitely looks like the kind of guy, the do you know who my dad is kind <laughs> of guy. But, uh, I mean, he came in slinging around, and Wisconsin fans got to be sick to their stomach right now seeing <laughs> how he played after uh, how Graham Mertz played on, on yeah, Saturday. That, that, that's funny right there. Uh, yeah. Do you think Wisconsin fans, uh, you know, Hey, can we, Hey, uh, Notre Dame, can we swap Mertz for Cohen? Would you guys do that or no? Uh, probably not. I honestly, like I know Ian book led him to two, uh, you know, titles or two uh, playoff appearances. I think that uh, Jack Cohn's probably better than uh, why well, uh, Ian book. Ian Book, right yeah. now after, I mean, even after just one game, like I know, you know, they got a long way to go, uh, but I can see this team being better than they have been um, under when they had Ian Book under center. Uh, oh. Do I think they make the playoff? No, but uh, if they continue in this direction, I and they go undefeated, there's obviously Notre Dame's going to make it to the playoff. Yeah, for sure. I always thought Ian Book was kind of a little happy feet there in the pocket, and Jack Cohen, dude, the, the dude is. Uh, yeah. He knows what he's doing, right? And yeah. uh, confident in the pocket, too. And, and that's what's fun to see. <laughs> when you go to the other side, Florida State, you had that Travis kid, like, running for his life. Uh, wasn't sure what was going on. And then, of course, Mackenzie Milton comes in and, and plays really well down the stretch to get uh, that overtime unfortunate loss there for Florida State. All right, B-Russ, uh, anything else you want to touch on? Week one, re- uh, yeah, week um, one, I guess. Reactions before you get into So we had this tickets? news come out uh, last week about the Big 12 Yes. Uh, potentially expanding. Uh, there is a tweet from Pete Thamel. Uh, sources, Big 12 presidents held a meeting on Monday. No votes took place as it was more an informational meeting to go over the impending imp- applications of UCF, Cincinnati, BYU, and Houston to join the league. Applications are expected to come in within the next 48 hours. A formal vote is being planned for later this week, likely on Friday. All systems appear on track. We're heading toward adding four teams in the next short period of time. Uh, the tentative projection remains that the four teams come in for the 2023 season. So that means that two Big 12 seasons at 10 teams, two more at 10 teams, and then they'll have two seasons 
at 14 teams before OU and Texas are planned to depart after 2024. The league could still consider another round of expansion prior to the new television deal. Okay. So, I mean, obviously we knew this was coming this week. Um, you know, do I see Oklahoma and Texas staying until 2025? No, absolutely not. Not exactly. uh, They boosters there will get that money rounded up. They probably have the money rounded up to be honest with you. Uh, but they can't leave until after the 2022 season, I'm pretty sure. So I'm sure 2023 we'll see 12 teams in the Big 12, uh, possibly more according to Pete Thamel. Um, so, yeah, as as Mr. Big 12, uh, you know, this isn't I, ideal, but, you know, they until the ACC comes calling or, you know, until other teams start to leave, I think that this is – I think it's still a, is it a power five conference in football? It's borderline yeah. to be honest with you. Um, if you throw, but if you throw Boise it's, in there, it's a power five. Yeah. But uh basketball conference, this is a like, like a top tier basketball oh. conference, but obviously that's not what this is about. It's about football and football. money-making, but you know, I think they'll still have their seat at the table. Um especially if they do another round of uh, expansion, I could see them definitely add in Boise and, you know, maybe like SMU and Memphis. Um, so we'll see where this goes. Uh, I mean, this is just, it's going to get crazy here. Uh, before you know it, we're going to have probably, I would assume four teams of, uh, or four leagues of 16 to 20 yep. teams. When uh, the new NCAA game, B-Russ, when does that come out? Uh, I haven't heard anything. Uh, I just know that when they announced it, it was just, Hey, we're coming. We're coming. Okay. Um, you know, and I'm assuming the NIL, I'm sure they were waiting for like that to kind of come down because you knew it was eventually going to happen. Yep. So now with the NIL, they can get player likeness and all that stuff in there. Uh, they can play, pay the players. So, uh, I think that, you know, this, I'm excited for it. I hope that they don't use the same, uh, you know, kind of design it after Madden because Madden's trash. They need to just go back to NCA 14, get the graphics up, uh, yep. you know, add some, you know, all the different stuff. Cause I mean, this greatest football game or greatest sports game, in my opinion. No, a hundred percent. And the reason I asked B-Ross is because shit's going to be changing here. College football is going to be changing uh, massively. And it already has obviously with Texas uh, and Oklahoma on the move. So uh, just hoping when they get the game out, just I uh, hope that uh, it's after, uh, obviously I want it tomorrow, but hopefully it's just after everything, every, all the conferences get aligned and everything like that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, apparently, all right, I'm looking right now. It looks like it's going to be July, 2023. AA sports. This is according to the sporting news. This article was uh, published at the end of July, so about a month, just over a month ago. Okay. Uh, EA Sports is expected to release its new NC football video game in July 2023, according to company documents. A leaked document was obtained by Matt Brown of Extra Points, and the proposed agreement has a four-year term from 2023 to 2027. This would include four editions of the video game series. Um so, I mean, at that point, obviously, I honestly, I don't think it's going to be called NCAA football because I think the NCAA uh, is not going to exist 
here in the next couple of years. I think that we're just going to have kind of like, uh, you know, college football is going to have its own commissioner, college yep. basketball, so on and so forth. Uh, the NCAA is quickly becoming obsolete as we have uh, seen in, over the summer. Um, they're even like, you know, digging into their own uh, validity and all this stuff. So I think it's probably just going to be called like college football, like it had been, you know, yep. it's EA sports college football when they tweeted it out in February. So um, yeah, get me to July, 2023, like now. <laughs> yes. Right now. I uh, can't wait. That's going to be, that's going to be electric. So uh, yeah, just, just had to bring that up obviously with the conferences. So uh, and I couldn't remember if it was 2022 or 2023. So uh, the sooner, the better obviously there be Russ. All right. So anything else you want to touch on, on uh, week one here, be Russ, obviously a lot of injuries. That was unfortunate. The kid from Minnesota, he's out for the season. That sucks. I believe there's a linebacker from Alabama who is going to miss some time too. That's unfortunate. So obviously, right. You, you play the game, you're going to get hurt possibly. And mm-hmm. uh, that's just the price you pay. Yeah. Uh, it sucks. I mean, I saw I, they're just calling Ibrahim's injury a uh, foot injury or yep. a lower leg injury. He, there's no shot he didn't tear his Achilles. Like, it, yeah, you saw it pop. Yeah, it sucks because he's having a monster game, and he comes out, and that just kind of took the took the air out of the stadium. And Ohio State ended up, you know, win by two touchdowns. But uh, suck it sucks when you know you get those injuries in week one, and they. Uh, ruin your whole season and you've worked all summer and all this stuff, but you know, so, you know, hopefully quick recovery. Maybe we'll see uh, Mo Ibrahim back next season on the medical red shirt. Um, You know, he he is an electric back to watch. Absolutely. So there we go. Awesome. Uh, One other thing here I wanted to touch on B Russ before we get into uh, your little segment that you have. Uh, There was a bet MGM better that hit a 15 leg parlay uh, on saturday uh he put down 15 dollars and he won fourteen thousand six hundred eighteen dollars. Here, here's what hit here the georgia clemson under 38 and a half uh, i believe that was, f- was that first half possibly uh, it doesn't say uh syracuse ohio under 45 and a half texas tech plus six and a half texas state plus ten and a half georgia tech plus one and a half fau plus 25 and a half east tennessee state plus 19 and a half they ended up just straight up demolishing Vanderbilt so uh very cool there Montana plus 20 and a half obviously got the win South Alabama plus two and a half Bethune Cookman plus 20 and a half Arizona plus 14 New Mexico State plus 31 Nevada plus three Utah State plus 17 and a half Portland State plus 24 and a half and if you're at home counting there was not one favorite on that 15 leg parlay so all all underdogs there how about that you love to see it yeah one day I'm gonna hit that Pumba had his Pumba had his, had his now, moment, now yeah. I need to hit one, you need to hit one, and the rest of us yep. need to hit one. <laughs> yeah, it's someday. 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 That's what we keep uh, That's what we keep gambling for, right? So there we go. All right, Buras, Uh, you mentioned before the show got started, you had some ticket stuff you wanted to go over, and I know you were tweeting on, was it Saturday? Uh, debating a little goal. shot, a little shot. Yeah, yeah, about the little, four for little, four at Wendy's and, yeah. and the ticket uh-huh. to the, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I saw this on Saturday, and so uh, I've been kind of intrigued by it ever since, like, you know, Texas first game under Sark, new era. They get a top 25 matchup at home and you could get tickets for like $5. <laughs> um, so, you know, it, I mean, they seat 101,000 or whatever it is. So a lot of tickets to go around, but uh, you know, it's just kind of interesting seeing that. So I thought I would go through and see the lowest price tickets Hell yeah. of the week and a couple of the highest price tickets. So lowest price game this week, 
uh, Maryland, who is coming off a big win. I don't remember who they played, but uh, they're coming off a big win. Uh, they get Howard at home. You can see Howard at Maryland for three dollars. Uh, and then yeah, <laughs> and then you got uh, the North Dakota is going on the road to Utah State. Uh, four dollars there. Okay. Um. Yep. And then Beth- Bethune Cookman at UCF. Uh, five dollars at the bounce house. Hell yeah. Uh, McNeese State at LSU. Tough loss for LSU last week. Uh, this might be a little bit of uh, you know, the LSU fans kind of saying, hey, it might be time to move on from Coach O. Six dollars. Uh, and then some of the higher price tickets. Uh, you got. Oregon going on the road to Columbus to play Ohio State. Uh, cheapest ticket is $130. This is all Damn. according to uh, tickets.com. And then the highest price ticket of the week, this shows you how big this game is, uh, by a wide margin for as low as $257 at Jack Trice Stadium on Sunday, on Saturday. You can see the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones. Okay. So $257 to get into the door. Uh, yeah, that's that's a, that's a pretty penny to pay for a uh, rivalry game that I wouldn't – I mean, it's definitely a heated rivalry game, but this is easily the biggest game in, in this rivalry's history. Yep, absolutely. Uh, is that the high, And that's the highest you said, highest ticket? Yeah, by, by $140. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. Right. Not yeah. not bad. And then uh, you, what's, can see, what's... you can see the Civil War for uh, – Civil War for uh, – $77 Utah at BYU. Ooh, it's almost mm-hmm. steal. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, granted, it's at BYU, so you can't do any drinking. Yeah, it's true. So. Never mind. Not a steal. Yeah. No, not it a steal. It's like not four bucks. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the most you ever paid for a ticket, B Russ? Um, strictly college football or just sports in general? Nope. In general. Uh, I paid $350 for game three of the NBA finals in 2015. Uh, that was after Kyrie broken his uh, kneecap and Kevin Love was out. So the Cavs were rolling with Fron and that was Delhi's coming out party. And, yeah. you know, you had Mozgov, uh, J.R. Smith. Uh, so I paid $350 for that. Cavs did win. Uh, LeBron, I mean, it was one of the greatest performances I've ever seen. They had like 40, 10, and 8, something like that. He kind of carried the team. Uh, so, yeah, 350 I have gotten into a uh, Ohio State-Michigan game. With, I think I've told the story yep, on yep. this before, the scout, the fake ticket that yep. I didn't know was a fake ticket. Yeah, yep. $200 for a fake fake ticket. That was, that was Hey, at least you got in. That's true. Shout out, shout out to uh, the guys at Gate. Uh, I think it was like Gate 12 or something like that. Yes, shout out those guys. Uh, what about yeah. you? Um, my dad and I paid like 115 for an ASU Arizona football game. Uh, but we had play was so high, like we were so high. It, it was yeah. Sun Devil Stadium. We were so high up, but still 115, you know, for, for that high up, that's still for pretty a rivalry for a rivalry game like that. Yeah, that's yeah. a pretty big time game. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, it. Again, it's not. I mean, I was I sat by myself and I was like probably four rows back from uh, the uh, last row in this uh, Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse when I went and saw the Cavs. So okay, all right, mm-hmm. not bad. Um, are you one of those guys when you go to something by like? Will you go out to eat by yourself, be Russ or no? Uh yeah. I mean, I've done it before. I go to movie. I used to go to movies by myself when I lived in 
Columbus, I live right next to a movie theater. So I would just, you know, drive over there real quick and go, you know, see, I probably saw 10 movies by myself. It's, you know, kind of relaxing to go somewhere and just sit there and not have yeah. to talk to anybody or deal with anybody. <laughs> no, absolutely. Uh, I went, I went to get some food here this past weekend by myself and the lady was like, why are you so weird? Like nobody goes to eat by themselves. I'm like, I don't know. I don't have a problem with it. So, and when yeah. you mentioned you went to the game by yourself, I uh, just kind of made me think of that. So I don't know if I could do a sporting event by myself. Um, I mean, I wasn't, I didn't go by myself. I went with my uncle and my cousin. They were just in different seats. Okay. Okay. okay, okay. So Still, though, yeah, that's like, in, like at halftime. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Um, but then the, that game where I got in with the fake ticket, I was trying to meet up with my friends in the student section and I could never get a hold of them. So I just sat in the upper corner of the student section by myself. So, hey. yeah, I mean, you know, it is what it is. I found them afterwards and yeah, we all had a good time. Absolutely. Absolutely. So there we go. Awesome. All right, B-Russ, there is NFL football here too. Starting mm-hmm. on Thursday, obviously uh, our next show will drop um as well on friday so we'll, we'll have plenty to talk about that but uh just real quick uh you like any of these lines here for thursday bucks and the cowboys um yes i i mean it's tom brady um yep. it's like betting against alabama like you just don't <laughs> just don't do it don't bet against tom don't bet against al don't bet against nick saban uh so i like bucks first half minus four and a half i like bucks game Minus seven and a half, and I like Tom Brady over two and a half touchdowns. You can get that at like plus one sixty. Ooh, okay, yeah, all right, very nice. Um, again, you can follow B Russ on Twitter at B Russ thirty five for all of his plays. I like those, so uh, check those out as well. I like Tampa Bay here too, uh, minus eight. I also like the over here, B Russ. Um, let's see, the over is four and one in Dak's last five starts, and the Buccaneers their over is twenty three and thirteen in two years. Uh, as Bruce Arians is the head coach there, 23 and 13 to the over in the last two years, uh, head coach Bruce. So I like the over and I like the Bucks, and that's, I might just tease it straight up. That, that, that'll be fun. I think I'm going to. All right, give me, I like the over too. Oh, yes. Yes. B Russ is. What's it at? 52? Yeah, 51 and a half. 51 and a half. Yep. Yep. All right. Cool. Awesome. Um, let's see. Anything else? I thought I had one more thing to uh, to talk about. No, I just uh, we got we got our house. What what they th- house cleaning? Is that what they call it? Those lists? House cleaning. Yeah. We got those out of the way. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, soup. We know what we did. You know, we know what you did. And uh, B Russ has the facts to back it up. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> it's all right there. It's black and white. I mean, he even admitted it. He, true. So. True. 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 So, so maybe uh, he knows what he did and he just doesn't give a shit. And, yeah, that's I mean, true. At that, that point, you're just a psychopath. Which, yeah, this is true. Yeah, which, you know, psychopaths drink mystery beer. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 that's, that's true. Awesome. All right. Uh, B-Russ, we'll be back, of course, on Friday morning. Again, uh, if you are new to the show, we drop an episode every Tuesday and Friday, of course. And to get uh, you out of here as well, don't forget about Rogue Energy, RogueEnergy.com, 10% off your order. Uh, don't, don't get a monster. Don't get a Red Bull. Don't get whatever too sugary, this too sugary, that get some rogue energy, fill up a water bottle, pour your, uh, powder into it and, uh, enjoy your day, make your bets, win some money, rogueenergy.com 10% off. If you use the code K O T a 10% off rogueenergy.com K O T a B Russ, uh, again, shout out, appreciate you all the time. And, uh, we'll talk Thursday and, uh, anything else? I feel like we're forgetting something. Maybe not. I don't know. Oh, I think we're good. Muted. All right. I think we're good.
All right, here we go. All right, thanks to you, ladies and gentlemen. Episode 74 in the books. Close it, hammer it, win some bets. We'll see everybody on Friday. Peace. See, see you.